Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host, Michael Montalvo, and for the next few minutes, we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode, we examine the events that occurred June 16th. As a young woman, Valentina Tereshkova worked in a textile factory. She had been born March 5th, 1937, near the Volga River, and in life, her parents worked on a farm. That was until World War II, when her father was killed. At some point in her early life, she began to express an interest in parachute jumping, and taking a liking to the new hobby, she became an accomplished amateur parachutist. This bit will be important in a moment, so I needed to mention it. I couldn't find out exactly when she became interested in parachuting, but it was sometime after joining the Yaroslavl Air Sports Club, according to Space.com. After her father's death, she left school to work in the factory, but still completed her education through correspondence courses. Things were going as well as they could for her, but then something changed. In fact, the world changed. Forever. On April 12, 1961, cosmonaut Yuri Gagarin was launched into Earth's orbit aboard Vostok 1. He orbited the Earth one time in 1 hour 29 minutes, then landed back in the Soviet Union at 10.55 a.m. He returned a hero of the people and inspired millions. One of those was Tereshkova. Along with four other women, she endured 18 months of training despite having no flight training and would eventually be selected to be the first woman in space. At the time, the United States and the Soviet Union were having a bit of a fight. You might say it was a war. But if it was a war, it was a very cold one. Each side was doing their best to one-up the other. Think of it like when you and your buddies get together and people start doing dares or recreating jackass stunts. So five women were selected for training. And train they did. Isolation, extreme gravity conditions, tests, zero gravity, and the rest. But something was different about Tereshkova. Do you guys remember when I said she liked the parachute? That's what set her apart. By the time Tereshkova was accepted into the program, she had completed 126 parachute jumps successfully. Here's the second bit about that. Remember when I said they would land in the Soviet Union? That wasn't just a throwaway comment. The United States, at the time, aimed for the big blue part of the map for its landings, the part without land, also known as the ocean. But the Soviet Union was very hush-hush about the whole space program of it all, and also had an abundance of land that surrounded them. So landing on land was the obvious choice, and someone with parachute training was a huge bonus. I know I'm making it seem like she landed outside her spacecraft, like a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible stunt, but her extra experience was a plus, and this experience helped her to be chosen 
to be the first woman in space. But not yet. First, it was decided that Vostok 6, Tereshkova's flight, would be something of a dual mission following only two days after Vostok 5 and Valery Bukovsky. Bukovsky would launch June 14, 1963 and enter Earth's orbit where he would wait for Tereshkova. The year was 1963, and on this day, June 16th, Valentina Tereshkova, on board Volstik 6, became the first woman in space. As the ship cast aside its restraints to its earthly home, she called out, Hey Sky, take off your hat. I'm on my way. Only in Russian, I assume. Once in space, she set up a parallel orbit with Bukovsky, and the two would eventually come only three miles apart from one another and communicated ship to ship several times with no rendezvous. In space, she would even speak with Nikita Khrushchev, who would tell her, I am very happy and proud that a girl from the Soviet Union is the first woman to fly into space and to operate such cutting-edge equipment. Again, probably in Russian. Tereshkova would complete 48 Earth orbits in 71 hours, all alongside fellow cosmonaut Bukovsky. It was also during this time that she would grow sick of her cosmonaut food and would hum songs to herself in order to keep her mind off the pressure from her helmet and the chafing of her suit. On June 19th, both ships made their way back to Earth and landed in the Soviet Union, but that was not without its own set of problems. According to an interview Tereshkova did later, an error in the control program that would cause her spacecraft to ascend instead of descend was discovered and after reporting the problem, she was able to manually enter the correct data and thus make her return to Earth. But, as for her landing, it was a bit of a rough one. She hit her face and bruised her nose, and because of this, the landing was actually recreated for film the next day with makeup covering her bruises and actors greeting her at the capsule. According to my research, she also went against protocol and shared her space food and ate local cuisine immediately after landing despite the requirement of a quarantine period. For her efforts, she was awarded the title Hero of the Soviet Union has had her image on a postage stamp, and even has a moon crater named for her. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was Audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club, and as always... I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.